When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Wisconsin Bankers Association has put out a few publications that essentially give us a status report on how our banks are faring today. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Wisconsin Bankers Association President and CEO Rose Oswald-Poles can speak to the numbers and what she's hearing from the ground up, from rural banks especially, on their economic outlook. Rose starts us off with the news from the federal level that Wisconsin banks remain on solid footing after the first quarter of 2023. Yes, Wisconsin banks really are continuing to be in a very strong, solid financial position. Their capital levels are strong. You know, lending is strong. Loan default rates continue to be very low. So despite some of the headwinds that we certainly have been experiencing, you know, all of us from uh, the economy and inflation, but certainly the banking industry specifically as well, Over the last uh, six months, uh, Wisconsin banks are in a really solid financial position looking forward here. Now, in the first quarter of 2023, there were those two out-of-state banks that had failed. And I wanted to ask you, Rose, has that created any unease among your customers? Well, certainly back in March when those two failures took place, there were you know, some natural questions and uh, a lot of media hype, uh, frankly, a social media hype as well that was, I think, energizing some of the concern of the public around the country, including in Wisconsin. But after, you know, people really just talked with their local banker, they were put at ease because really there is not a bank that does business in the state of Wisconsin that looked anything like those two banks that failed. They're not involved in, you know, risky tech uh, sector uh, lending. They don't have huge venture capital money sitting on deposit, you know, at their bank. They manage their portfolio and balance sheet much more responsibly. So the difference truly is night and day. And between the association sending that message out as well as individual conversations between bankers and their customers, you know, the few people that naturally had questions and concerns, I think, you know, really were um, put to rest after those conversations happened. And speaking of portfolios uh, for banks, obviously in Wisconsin, agriculture makes up a big part of that. How are our rural community banks doing? And what does that say about their agriculture customers? Yes, well, a great point that, you know, Wisconsin banks really are more diversified in their lending as well compared to those two banks that failed. And with with Wisconsin being such a strong ag state, there are many banks across the state that have good size loan portfolios in the ag sector. And we have really seen, you know, the ag sector continue to be healthy. Farmers are continuing to be in a in a good, strong position, ag lending went up a little bit, about 2% quarter over quarter and about 2.5% year over year. So not a huge increase, but a steady um, increase that's pretty typical with what we see when, you know, farmers are themselves uh, in a financially strong position. So, you know, I think the ag sector is very positive and healthy in Wisconsin, and the banks that lend to that sector are the same, healthy and strong. What are your agriculture and farm customers spending their loan money on? 
from what I hear from our ag lenders, they tell me that a lot of it is certainly working capital and equipment loans, so pretty traditional uh, reasons why a farmer would borrow borrow money. Total loans outstanding as of the end of March were just over $3.8 billion, so up about 2.5%, I guess, from the prior year. What kind of economic indicator is that? If if more people are taking out loans, is that good or bad? Well, I think, you know, that can vary. Sometimes uh, people obviously borrow money when the cost to do so is still lower compared to using their cash. Certainly it could be a situation where a borrower doesn't have quite enough cash and so they need to borrow money. I, you know, borrowing is pretty common. Most of us can't afford to use cash to buy a home. Most of us, you know, really can't use cash in today's world to buy a brand new car. And the same thing in the egg sector. I mean, farm equipment itself is incredibly expensive with all the technology that's now built into it. Um, And then just operating needs uh, with inflation, the cost of your input for crops is up, Um, cost of feed for your cattle um, is up, cost of labor is certainly up. So, you know, as those costs rise, it is very common and normal for people to choose to borrow money. So I don't think the fact that lending across the board is up is any negative sign in any way. It's, I think, just a a normal uh, occurrence with how we all operate. And if I'm asking about lending, I've got to ask about interest rates. Can you give us a, a status report on how those interest rates are looking today? Well, they're certainly high, you know, um, with the Fed raising rates as many times as they did in calendar year 2022 and then another quarter basis point this year. You know, they're obviously up quite a bit from where they were 18 months ago. And so the next meeting is here in another couple weeks. And I think we're optimistic that the Fed is actually not going to raise rates again but may one more time before the end of the year. Um, There is some school of thought where people believe they will actually do another quarter basis point now, but then actually stop and maybe even lower rates at the end of the year. So, you know, it is still a bit of anybody's guess at the moment, but there is no question that borrowing costs are a lot higher right now than they were 18 months ago. How do our banks feel about climbing interest rates? It is a challenge from a net interest margin perspective for the banking industry. You know, through the first quarter, we saw net interest margin, you know, really stay fairly consistent with what uh, that had been um, both year over year and quarter over quarter. But it does put some challenge on the banks for their own earnings. Obviously, you know, when they can reprice loans to go higher, they do, but there are some businesses, including farmers, that are in, you know, maybe short-term fixed-rate loan products. So maybe the rate was fixed for a three-year period of time or even a one-year period of time. So, you know, it isn't the case that a, a lender can reprice, depending on the contract, you know, every single loan every time a rate increases. So it, it does present challenges for banks. I want to do some forecasting now. You know, another report that Wisconsin Bankers Association has recently released is a survey it's done with its CEOs across the state. What are you hearing from the ground up for economic outlook for the rest of the year, at least for the next six months? Our bankers, I think, provide really insightful guidance for 
the public in terms of looking at some of these predictions just because of what they do and how close they are to their customers. And so I think this survey is positive from the standpoint that people look at the current health of our economy and the bankers surveyed overwhelmingly said it is either good or excellent. Current health is is very strong. And then looking ahead, you know, there are almost half of the respondents who believe that in six months inflation is going to actually fall. So I think while they do believe a recession is likely in the next six months, I think what the survey results are telling us is that it's going to be, you know, more of a softer recession and not a really hard landing. So the impact will maybe not be as great as some people might have feared. The results are at whizbank.com slash 23 survey, the number 23 and then the word survey. Anyone interested in, in what bank CEOs are feeling about the future across the state, maybe take some time to check that out. Rose, another thing that we've been talking about at Midwest Farm Report is that the Egg Lending School is this summer. So we've reminded lenders to uh, enroll in that. Anything, though, that you wanted to say about the Egg Lending School? You know, egg lending is definitely a niche-based, um, you know, service that banks provide. And, and as I mentioned earlier, not literally every bank does do egg lending because the lenders themselves need to be, you know, very knowledgeable and experienced in this area. So we do offer a lot of training, and our egg lending school is really one of our premier foundational programs for lenders. So farmers should feel very confident when they're dealing with a lender from Wisconsin that they're very well trained, not only in obviously just their loan products, but frankly in the business of agriculture. So a lot of the focus of this ag lending school, which is a three full day school, is on you know cash flow and budgeting uh, of uh, looking at your farmers from an underwriting standpoint, credit analysis, but also getting a better understanding of commodity markets and pricing in that regard. The lenders will go out and do an actual farm visit um, and then talking a little bit about you know, problem loans and how to help farmers really before they reach that point, um, but having good open dialogue between the borrower and the lender. Uh, it, frankly, in any type of loan is, is a very positive thing uh, to occur. So I think that helps stave off people from more dire consequences when everybody is upfront and aware of, you know, changes that might be negatively impacting a farmer or a business. That was Rose Oswald Poles, the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Bankers Association, reminding lenders to consider the Agriculture Lending School in August. You can find more information at wisbank.com. Rose also took the time to highlight that Wisconsin banks are on solid footing as we get halfway through the year and a recent survey of Wisconsin Bank CEOs also forecasted an overall positive outlook for the rest of the year. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.